Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Star Spangled Eurovision Quarantine Edition. And Bart helpfully last week reminded me that Quarantine Edition just means it's okay if we sound bad and sometimes you can't hear what we're saying because Skype is really bad. <laughs> so apologies in advance. Uh, I know we've had a few sound quality issues over the weeks, but uh, we're trying to do our best to you know, bring these episodes to you every week as, as best we can. That said, welcome to my lovely co-hosts Bart and Alex. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Happy Eurovision week that isn't. Yes, it is officially Eurovision week that unfortunately isn't. So this week, normally we'd have uh, the semifinals, the jury shows, and ending on Saturday with the grand final. Alas. But we do this week have some things to look forward to, and we will discuss those on a d- different episode. Because we still have four songs to cover today. This is our last last episode where we're talking about the actual songs and reviewing them. So this is exciting. We have four more today, and they are the songs from Georgia, North Macedonia, Russia, and San Marino. Should we get started? Okay, I'm ready now. You ready? (laughs) (laughs) Alex's video is off, so I don't know what she did to get ready, but I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's jump right in with uh, Georgia. So Georgia selected Tornike Kipiani with his song, Take Me As I Am. Let's take a listen and see what we think. Start this one, Bart. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I haven't even drank anything. I just found it so funny, and I don't know why. And I don't think that's their intention. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just concerned about why all these men in Georgia are so angry. Like, I feel like. They need to learn some like meditation and deep breathing in pandemic <laughs> quarantine. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm, like, I'm sure this speaks to like a very specific person. Like, I don't want to like hate on that, but just feel like angry men like isn't like really like the demographic who are like vibing to Eurovision. <laughs> so like, I'm not really sure like who they're targeting with this. Angsty, angsty tween girls (laughs) i mean we could also say the same thing about georgia like every year because i feel like 
they always kind of just march to the beat of their own drum and do their own thing, which is like kind of, you know, just like good for them. But I also like reserve the right to just not understand anything that they said to Eurovision. Every time they send something, I just want to go and do like a status check. They're like, are you, are you okay? Like, do you need to talk to someone? <laughs> like, we can find someone for you. No, I mean, in all honesty, like, he has a good voice, and it has, but pe- no, it doesn't have potential. It's not a good song. I was like, it come on, Alex. Yeah, I'm, he does have a good voice. I mean, his voice is fine, like, it's everything else. <laughs> so we've He's been through, like, ugly. 38 of these fucking songs. We don't need to, like, make nice to people anymore. If it's a bad song, we can just say it. I know. I'm, yeah, you're, I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, it It really is a bad song. But, like, I think particularly just, it's the lyrics, right? I feel like if it was just, like, the music, or, if, like, if it was in Georgian, even, like, I wouldn't mind it nearly as much. But the lyrics are just cringy. Not, like, the pronunciation, for one, is super weird. Which, like, okay, I get it. Like, English isn't your first language, but, like... Did a jury know. pick this? I don't. It's internally selected. Like so he was, you know, he was picked. He won like Georgian Idol or something, and so they picked him to represent Georgia at Eurovision. But then, like, he wrote his own song. Georgian Idol. I mean, they have it too. No, no. I'm just saying. I don't understand how he won. Oh, he's but got a good maybe, voice. You said maybe, yourself. But maybe, maybe he. He wasn't allowed to write his own songs for Idol, so that explains it. <laughs> I think I think that is the case. He was probably singing covers on Idol, and then this is what he came up with when asked to write his own song. And like, you know, musically, like I'm sure I wouldn't even hate it again if I didn't understand the lyrics. But they're just so obviously bad and cringy, and I and just I don't know. It just it really turns me off. Like, so I'm sorry, Tourniquet. Like. <laughs> You do you, but I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do you. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that came okay. out. No sex for Max. Moving on. <laughs> he won X Factor Georgia. Georgian Idol is so ages ago. Okay. <laughs> I absolutely I take that back because he won the first season of X Factor Georgia in 2014, but then he also won Georgian Idol in 2020, and that is why he's oh, been your ambition. Mine. <laughs> you know what? The fake news is the fact that I called it fake news just moments ago. <laughs> I honestly couldn't even tell you what the difference between Georgian Idol and X Factor are, or just Idol and X Factor are. So, but good for him for winning I twice. More than singing. Right? I don't know. I I think that's the one where you can do like magic tricks and shit. I don't know. I I don't know. I think they're both singing. (laughs) All right. Moving on. So, our next song, uh, we're hopping over the Black Sea into the Balkans, and we're going to be listening to Macedonia's entry, North Macedonia's entry. They're in their sending Vasil with the song You. And Vasil was actually a backing vocalist for Tamara Tedesco last year. And so let's see what he came up with on his own.
song i wasn't really into it but now that i've heard it a couple of times it's one of those songs that i don't skip and i actually like it and because of the tamara effect from last year i'm just way too afraid to like like put it down because this is one of those songs that i feel like surprisingly would get a lot of traction at eurovision and like i'm not not here for it i i think that it's a catchy song like i like the beat it it has like a an interesting like dance um theme to it um i listened to vasil sing on um eurovision at home and he can definitely nail all those high notes i haven't seen him dancing live but i'm sure that he's really good at that too so i think that it would have been interesting to see how they would have staged that and presented it but um yeah, I like it. And now, may the bashing rain down on me. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I admittedly don't like this that much. Like objectively, it's fine. Like the beat is nice and it's kind of dancey. I don't. It's just. It's not bad. It's just missing something for me to the point where I actually do end up just skipping it a lot. And I don't really know why. I think it. It just is missing some kind of oomph for me. Like. I don't know why, but I, I even listen to Estonia's song more than I do this one. Like, so that can't bode well. That said, I am also afraid of bashing this one because, again, we bashed Tamara last year and we were proven very wrong. And also, when I end up liking Macedonian songs, they end up doing badly. So, you know, the, it probably, in that case, will actually just do well at Eurovision because it's not my favorite, so it's probably going to do amazing. <laughs> I think I was, like, the one person who, like, vaguely defended Tamara last year. So I feel like I get to have opinions on Macedonia. And I feel like I honestly end up, like, splitting the middle between you two. Like, I think it's definitely kind of skippable, like Max says. I think there are some nice elements, like Alex says. Like, it definitely, if he had the voice and, like, had those kind of cool dancers from the music video live, it could have been really elevated. I feel like the end does get kind of, like, dancey and interesting, but, like, definitely just, like, again, like, having, like, seen the whole crop of Eurovision songs, there are just, like, so many poppingers that, like, punch above this one's weight. And then, like, ballads that are a lot more, like, sensual and, like, just have a better feel to them. So I feel like this one kind of ends up, like, weirdly caught between the two of, like, not knowing what it is. Yeah, I fully agree with that. Like, it's definitely just, I think in another year it would have been higher on my list. It's just this year is really full of great songs. And so it's just, it's kind of down there and doesn't really live up to its competition. 
<sighs> Guys, I'm telling you the Vasila for the, the Macedonia effect. Just wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll never actually find out. But um hopefully the Swedes the will tell us. <laughs> hopefully the seal will come back next year with something a little more to our liking. Or maybe maybe not and he'll still do well. So the seal, you do you. Haha. <laughs> Pun on the song. <laughs> right. Any any last thoughts on Macedonia? Okay. Nope. Moving on. So big one next. We are moving on to Russia, who is sending Little Big with the song Uno. super excited when they announced Little Big was going to be the Russian representative because I've actually heard of them before. They were like massively viral a couple years ago with a song called Skippy D and I've sort of been I've watched a lot of their videos since like they're maybe not one of my favorite Russian acts but like they've been on my radar. I really always enjoyed their videos and their sense of humor so was really excited and I have to say they did not disappoint. I think this is freaking brilliant like objectively the song is like silly and dumb on its own but like with the visuals it's just it's absolutely perfect like they just need to do exactly what they do in the video and that's the staging right like it's it's already just like a complete package it's hilarious it's weird it's made to go viral like just i don't know it's it might be might just be like a little like too perfect and like the only thing I would say is just like we've already kind of seen a whole package. So I would if they were actually performing at Eurovision, like would have wanted to see something a little more. But just sort of like if they just did this, I think they would do incredibly well. Like, I don't know, they could. I I personally think they could have even won the competition, um, even if it's not like my personal favorite song of this year. Like, I think it would have been an incredible performance. I think that. A lot of the um, presentation, or at least in this video, was facial expression that could be hard to carry. And well, actually, no, not on video because you get it, I guess, in the homes. You just wouldn't get it there when you're when it's in person. But I'm sure that they could find a way to adapt it. Um, I, I mean, I'm kind of along the same lines where it definitely isn't one of my like all time like favorite songs. Um, I enjoy it the more I listen to it. The first couple of times I wasn't a big fan of it, but now I actually like it quite a bit. Um, 
it's catchy and it's fun. And I think that they are um, hilarious and just being who they are. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it would have won, but I think that would have done well. And it's nice to see Russia kind of snap back from having um, two years where they've been a little meh. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just like big time disagree <laughs> with that <laughs> on the song, um, which I mean, I feel like obviously I am prepped to like not like Russia. So like I'm always pretty happy to wear that bias on my sleeve. But I think for this one, like Little Big was so hyped and it was this big thing like they're the Ford, they're going to be subversive, blah, blah, blah. Like it's going to be like so interesting. And then like. I first saw like the video and I agree that the visuals are really be like art is like really great and catching and designed to go viral. And like the jelly legs is great. And I listened to like 30 seconds and was like, okay, like this is definitely like, this could win. I'm so annoyed. Like I'm happy the contest has canceled. So the restaurant won't win. And then now listening to the whole song over the way through, I just get bored with it and just finally get really repetitive, which I know like it kind of does, but like, I don't see anything like super subversive about it. Like, like there's, I was hoping, I thought there's gonna be some kind of like bridge or something interesting, and instead she just keeps counting. Like, I, the jelly legs are cool, but after seeing it three times, I'm like, okay. Like, I feel like we're kind of past like seeing a chubby person dance and thinking it's like edgy. Like Megan Trainer did that, and it was passe after like watching all about that bass a few times, and now I see all these people who are like oh, like, it's a secret, like, trans rights message because the colors in the video are, like, the trans flag. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't really buy that. Like, maybe it's true, but, like, I don't know. I just, like, something about, like, I not really thought this was going to be, like, a big threat, and I listened to it the whole way through and was like, that ends up just being boring, and I don't want to listen to it again. I think it's it's not made to be listened to, just, like, alone without the video i think it it's definitely like a piece of like i mean this term might be a stretch but performance art in the sense that like it really is all about the visuals and like the song sticks in your head so you're still thinking about it later right and even if the song is not good you're still thinking about those visuals like every time you like think of that chorus you see the jelly legs you see the like chubby voguer like i don't know it's it's just perfectly made to stick in your head and be just memorable and to go viral. And it's one of those things where I think it like of the 2020 songs, right. You know, you'd see all of them in a row and that's really the one that sticks out. And so I think that really would have elevated. And I, I, I too am generally loathe to, to vote for Russia or to, um, you know, I don't, want them to win and so again i'm i'm i kind of agree with you that i'm kind of happy not happy that this year was canceled but like if russia was going to win a year this might have been it and so you know yeah okay we can avoid moscow 2021 <laughs> hooray but i think i think it's a valiant effort I, w- I, w- I will definitely agree with you i think it does bring back like a campiness of eurovision that is like really fun to see again and i do think like that i think the performance would have been incredible but yeah i don't know i feel like it ended up still disappointing me in a way. Cause I feel like the great thing about those really campy, bizarre Eurovision performances are when like the song actually is good. And I want to listen to it later on with that visual in my head. And in this one, the visual is so strong for me, but like, I don't want to listen to the song again. For the record, I still jam to this song. Like if it comes on, I'm like jelly legging along with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have anything to add. Like, I didn't know, like, a lot of the subtext behind it other than the obviously the russia dynamic um so and i actually have not seen this video that often i've only really listened to the song which i think it's one of those once it's been on your like when i go for runs and i listen to eurovision and it's on there it's like oh it's a great song to run to and then by running to it you kind of become subdued to it and then it's like oh okay now it's just the thing that i listen to cool cool <laughs> but I like I wouldn't necessarily give it top. I don't I don't I don't think it would have won to be fair. Just because I do agree a bit with like its repetitive nature and it's not like super catchy. But, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We should move on. I really have nothing to say. I'm just talking to talk. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say even with uh, how much I hate it, I think there was still a chance I would have won. I just would have been very very mad. <laughs> you think it would have won, Jim? I don't think it would have, but I think it was up. I think it probably was in like the top five with a chance to win. Mm-hmm. Easily, yeah. I think it easily top five. No question about it. I mean, I do also give it points in my marking. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 in my top ten. Like I'm not giving it twelve points, but I'm giving it points <laughs> for sure. Okay, can we move on to my favorite country from my least favorite country then? Okay. Yes. Okay, onward to the tiny, tiny microstate of San Marino, who historically has sent some of our favorite entries. This year, they have resurrected Senit, who represented San Marino in 2011 and is coming, well, was supposed to come back in 2020 uh, with the song Freaky! Exclamation point. We pray, and must be faking. But you and I, we like it freaky, freaky, freaky. So I pull it up, just in colors. Cause life is good when we freaky, freaky. So I feel like everything I just said I don't like about Russia is what I love about San Marino. <laughs> I love this entry. I think it might have cracked my top 10 by this point. Something about it is so, going back, San Marino let the world vote on which song they were going to sing, they were going to send to Eurovision, and Max sent them to us. And it was like this song, Freaky, and this song that like they definitely just like stole from Carly Rae Jepsen's archives. And we were like, okay, the Carly Rae one is obviously better. This Freaky song is, like, fucking crazy. And obviously Freaky one. And I was like, oh, God. But then now, after, like, listening to it five times, like, I love it. It's so 
campy and like bad but in the best way like did your vision home concert to this and like slayed like it had the best effects of any of the home concerts for no reason at all like and this makes makes you want to dance and like puts a huge smile on my face so like i love san marino i love sunny and freaky yeah i love this Truly, they put the entire San Marino production budget into your Vision Home concert video. It was so good. Uh, yeah, no, I fully agree. Like, this is just, this is peak San Marino, where it's just, like, disco revival, super campy, like, just having fun in the time of their lives and really not giving a single fuck about anyone else. And it's just, it's so, it's just fun and silly. And the video is wild, and I love it. It's Absolutely in my top 10. And which, as much as we've sort of joked about like loving San Marino in the past, like they've never actually cracked my top 10 before, but this has. This is just like up there and giving me joy. Like, truly. Okay. So here's my thing with San Marino is I feel like they always want people to have a really good fucking time, but they never want to actually win because they don't really have the budget to host Eurovision. And I want to tell you something this year, like you are getting eerily close, my friend. Like this song is so much fun. And if you keep tickling the line one day, you're going to win and San Marino is going to have to host. So this is just, it's a fun song. And she's just like, Oh my God, she's a black beauty queen. Like I just, I love her. Like she's, so she has so I mean based on this music video obviously but also from the home concert like so much presence like stage presence and I think that she would have just won people over like I'm not saying that this is like an automatic winner but I'm saying that it's definitely it has the quality of one of those songs that could win so watch out San Marino because you you're gonna get it one of these days I know. I feel like we just always joke about like where songs lie in terms of the like how much do we want to be in a gay bar in Lisbon to this song. And I mean, like this might be inflated by the fact it is like week nine or ten of social lockdown at this point. But like I would kill to be singing this song at the top of my lungs in a grungy gay club right now in Europe. Like I would be having I would be on like cloud nine singing this. <laughs> Absolutely. Could not agree more. All right. <laughs> any any last any last thoughts on San Marino? No, but I did just send you my updated points. <laughs> Cause I totally didn't have them before. San Marino, okay. deuce point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, not deuce point, but <laughs> they're, getting, right. well, they're getting some love. Save that for another episode because soon to come will be the results of our Star Spangled Jury. But yeah, that's that's it for the songs. We've officially gone through all 41 and we hope you enjoyed the journey with us. We definitely had fun listening to them. Uh, hope you enjoyed our hot takes. They've been, they've been particularly spicy this year, I think. We're boldly going where our reviews have never gone before. Bashing people we've never met for singing, which is a talent none of us have. <laughs> uh, Actually, sounds pretty we, par for the course. Yeah, and none of us can sing, so it's really not fair. Yes, apologies to all the artists if we... Truly, all of you can sing. Like, 
that's that's I don't think any of any of our criticism really sits on the singing. It's more just everything else, <laughs> which I think we might have, you know, as just as consumers of media, you know, we have some expertise, right? I think so. Sure. Uh, expertise or just opinions? I don't know. I can't decide. You know, some people don't really know the difference. Us included. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we're going to have a special bonus episode for you coming midweek. Um, or we're just going to you know, recap some of the songs, see if our opinions have changed since the beginning of this, uh, this season, talk about what we think would have happened this, this Eurovision week and so on and so forth. And just bring you more Eurovision content because I know you're probably craving it, uh, in these dark, sad times. And after that on Monday or next Monday, we'll have a very special debrief episode for you featuring some special guests who you will find out who they are soon. Really excited for that one. And thank you again to everyone who uh, sent us your top 10 for the Star Spangled Jury. We'll reveal those results on next Monday's episode. Uh, and But yeah, thank you guys so much for participating. Um, we really appreciate it. We really appreciate you guys taking the time and listening to our podcast. And yeah, so uh, we're excited to see you guys again uh, with the next episode. So look out for that. Uh, you can. Meanwhile, you can follow us on all social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Eurovision, on Twitter at SSC underscore pod, on Instagram at Instagram slash Eurovision. We're sure to be live tweeting all the Eurovision Week events, so follow along on Twitter, and we'll see you there. It's freaky, freaky, freaky. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was in my head. Wow, wow, wow,